Hey guys, it's Leah B from Prestige Veteran Medical Consulting. I'm a U.S. Army veteran, physician assistant, and former compensation and pension examiner. So today I wanted to come on and do a video about diving, about most mostly Navy diving, but other branches have divers as well. I don't want to um, forget about those guys because they play, especially in special operations, there are a lot of different MOSs and duties that have diving duties, right? Under Underwater duties to various various depths. And there are a lot of disabilities that can be associated short-term and long-term effects of those uh, exposures. So the VA has recognized a lot of these. And I want to highlight a, a directive that was put out by the VA to all the regional offices and centers to how to handle and things to consider the about the medical consequences of diving. Okay, so let's just jump straight in. I'm going to present this. So you guys can find it also and, and download it and take a look at it. Okay. Here we go. Now I've highlighted a couple important things, but we'll run down this. So this is from 2007. I don't know if it's been updated. I, I couldn't find one. Um, but the purpose of this letter was to discuss the medical consequences of diving. So to train to train and provide information to make sure that the VA decision makers are informed about those consequences so that when claims are filed by you guys who were divers in service, they can properly develop and adjudicate those. Okay. So it gives it gives a lot of basics about what some of these common disorders are. So again, this is to, to provide information on the disabilities themselves that may result from diving so that veterans who were divers will be assured of receiving a thorough and informed consideration of their claims for benefits. The potential medical consequences of diving, which are quite diverse, they're not even fully explored in this because there's just so many different unknown things or obscure things that they're still trying to get information on. Have not These things have not been a focus of VBA training, veterans benefit training, and there is only limited information available on the subject in general medical textbooks, okay? So this is something that would be good for you guys to have if you were a diver for you to, you know, your compensation and pension examiner should know everything, right? But they might not know. So you can bring this along with you in case you see some nurse practitioner who graduated last week and doesn't understand, you know, which foot is her left and which one is her right. You can bring this and respectfully say, here are some of the medical effects of diving, right? So, um, and that doesn't just go for the VA. So let me caveat that. There's a lot of newer providers in any industry, and there's a lot of really fantastic providers in the VA, right? I was one of them. So not in the VA, but as a contract examiner, there are a lot of really hard charging ex-military folks that are out there trying to help you, um, you know, do the most objective and accurate reporting of your, of your uh, disabilities. So this, this directive goes over diving techniques. It, it focuses on long-term disabling effects of saturation and non-saturation diving, inclu including residuals of decompression sickness and long-term problems. Under certain circumstances, any type of di diving may result in decompression sickness, barotraumas, causing tissue damage from increased pressure, and pulmonary overinflation syndromes. And some of these are discussed below. So I'm not going to read us all of these, but you divers have gone to school and you know enough about descent, ascent. I learned a little bit about this when I was in my um, aviation training, when I was doing my um, flight surgeon course that I had to go to, because again, they're two polar opposites, but we have to learn about different atmospheric pressures. And we do touch on diving 
just because, you know, we deal with a hyperbaric chamber and, you know, things like that. I know it's the complete polar opposite spectrum, but there's ascent injuries, there's descent injuries. You use the hyperbaric chamber if DCS is suspected, and hopefully some of those things resolve, right? I'm sure some of you guys have been in the hyperbaric chamber trying to get uh, those acute diving issues resolved, and a lot of times they will be resolved within a few hours of being in the chamber, right? It talks about saturation diving, Um in the 1960s, working underground at great depths for days, weeks, or even months at a time for salvage work, construction pro um, things. There's a lot of gas exchange that's happening and different things happening to the organs while you're doing those things. So bounce diving, in military and commercial diving, bounce dive commonly refers to any non-saturation dive. Often multiple bounce dives of different depths and duration are conducted in a single day and repeated decompressions are necessary. Okay, so DCS. So for this compression um, issue, time of onset, predisposing factors in treatment, symptom of DCS may appear while still ascending or almost immediately after servicing. Nearly all will appear within 24 hours. It's divided into various descriptive types. Most of you Navy guys, you probably know all this stuff, right? Because you get, you learn all this and part of your training. You can have multiple types. Symptoms usually resolve pretty rapidly. Some persist for weeks or months and some, these are the ones we're talking about, develop into permanent disabilities, right? So predisposing factors include uh, too rapid of an ascent, flying too soon after afterwards because you're really down low and now you're going up really high if you're flying the next day there's some you're supposed to have a certain amount of days in between deep diving i think it's like at least two some of y'all are probably going to troubleshoot me i haven't been a flight surgeon course in a long time but there's a specific amount of time if you're doing deep diving before you're supposed to go up in an aircraft right y'all know this so you can have musculoskeletal issues and skin issues you can relate it mild to severe pain, what they call the bends in the joints and the arms and the legs. You can have itching and modeling and rashes of the skin. Type 2 DCS, you've got brain spinal, spinal cord um, and organs of special senses are involved in this. Okay. Weakness, paralysis, central nervous system issues, decreased sensation, paresthesias, peripheral neuropathy, speech issues, headache, bladder, bowel, sphincter abnormalities mental status issues, labyrinth DCS, um, like the sagger, so you're getting vertigo, right? Visual disturbances, pulmonary DCS, respiratory symptoms. It goes on and on, right? Arterial gas emboli, right? These, some of these are the more acute things that we notice, but some of these issues can turn into chronic long-term effects. I urge you guys, please, 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 download this and read over it. If you can't find it, just reach out to me um, at Leah at Prestige Veteran MCTX.com. I'll put that in my comments so you guys can reach out to me and I can email you a copy if you don't, if you can't find it. Okay. Long-term and late effects. This is what we're really talking about when we talk about, you know, things that can potentially get rated for disability purposes. So disparate disparate osteonecrosis, you're starting to get de degenerative disease of the bone due to death of the bone tissue. Okay. It's thought to be related to nitrogen embolization. It is believed to be caused by the cumulative effects of unrecognized DCS. So a lot of you divers are having um, arthritis 
related to these events and different joints. And you can be rated for all of them, right? Now, if you've got degenerative arthritis due to something else, you got in a car accident and you busted your knee up, it might be related to that. But every situation is different. Neurologic abnormalities, peripheral neuropathy, um, chronic skin conditions, hearing loss, vertigo, tinnitus, disequilibrium, residuals of arterial emboli. If you had an emboli, an arterial emboli, and it's causing you issues, like you had a um, heart attack or a stroke, of course, that's a big one, right? Now, if you had that emboli 40 years later, I'm not sure that that's going to be related. But if you had some kind of embolic events from diving and you had a stroke, I mean, that's pretty straightforward, right? Toxic effects of gases and diving, high pressure, nervous, um, nervous or neurological syndrome, nitrogen narcosis, oxygen toxicity, carbon dioxide toxicity, atmospheric contaminants. So other potential long-term effects, ear and hearing deficits, right? Or hearing effects. So all these intense pressure changes can cause um, issues to the hearing organ, right? So chronic otitis externa, you know, that's from water. You got swimmer's ear, chronic otitis externa. That's what that is, a swimmer's ear. Hearing loss from noise exposure, one of the most common symptoms of diver, perforated tympanic membrane. So your eardrum bust, that's all pressure related. You know, my daughter had, when she was little, she had uh, multiple perforated eardrums and it, it caused, you know, babies get that. I mean, this is a little different because those are babies and this is, you know, it's all pressure gradient though. But if you have enough of those happen, you can have a permanent damage to your eardrum because it just doesn't hear, uh, heal correctly, right? My daughter's didn't. She had so many of them. She's still got a, she's got a permanent hole in her eardrum because um, the graft just wouldn't stand up, right? Neurologic effects. Okay, we, we've touched on some of those. Some of them can be really nonspecific. So you'd want to make sure you have a thorough workup to make sure something else isn't going on. Difficulties in concentration, short and long-term memory loss. Neuropsychological testing is discussed here. There's a study in here that's quite interesting. Study of 156 Norwegian divers compared with 100 non-diving controls reported the following symptoms we believe to be related to DCS, fatigue, mood lability, irritability, difficulty concentrating, memory problems, autonomic nervous system problems, tremors, balance issues, okay? alterations in liver enzymes have been reported but not associated with clinical illness. That's kind of nonspecific. That'd be a tough one. It goes on and on and on. PTSD, right? Did you experience something related to diving? Near-death situations. You guys probably have um, had that, right? You know, of coworkers or yourself. Delayed arthritis. We talked about that a little bit. Rating implications. The only current diagnostic code specific to diagnosis is residuals of 5011, the condition is rated as arthritis, cord involvement, or deafness, depending on the severity of the disabling manifestations. All of these conditions may be separately evaluated under appropriate diagnostic codes, as they are not likely to have overlapping or duplicative signs and symptoms. However, this letter points out that numerous other disabilities may result from diving. In order to identify their origin as diving-related disabilities, all could be rated under diagnostic code 5011, hyphenated with the appropriate diagnostic 
code used for actual evaluation. That's more for those raters to figure stuff out. So I think that's about all I wanted to talk about here. There's a whole bunch of good info for you guys to read over in, in totality here. So just an in, in extra like little articles that you can look at to back up your issues. It's a pretty fancy document. So why don't you guys reach out to me? Let me stop screen sharing real quick. You guys should be able to find it. Let me show you the name of the, the title of the document again. Okay. Medical Consequences of Diving, Training Letter 0704. Okay, so you guys go look that up. The VA probably has it, it, probably has it on its website somewhere. If you can't find it, just send me an email um, again at leahprestigeveteranmctx.com. That's Mike Charlie Tango X-Ray, like Texas, right? Um, com. And if you can't remember that, just drop me a comment in the bottom here and I'll try to reply to you. Okay. I hope this was helpful to you, Navy divers. I'm going to have one of these coming up for paratroopers pretty soon. I might even do one for 11 Bravo um, infantry guys. All right. Talk to y'all soon.